For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Gita Tushoma. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we cover a women's basketball win, Biden's recent visit to Ukraine, a change to social media verification, and a second earthquake in Turkey and Syria. It's Tuesday, February 21st. Over the weekend, the Princeton women's basketball team competed against both Yale and Brown, clinching two back-to-back wins and securing a bid to the Ivy Madness. To learn more about the Tigers' current standing in the league, Daybreak staffer Connor Kim sat down with women's basketball beat writer Isabel Rodriguez. So the women's basketball team had a couple of big wins this weekend. Can you give us a quick recap of what happened? Yeah, so over the weekend, Princeton played Brown first on Friday and then Yale on Saturday, and they won both games. They beat Brown 80-37, to and then they beat Yale 68-42. So they were both pretty big wins. Were there any standout players this weekend or on the team in general? Yeah, I think the, the biggest point from from the two games I mean it's Caitlin Chen's world and we are just living in it (laughs) at this point um she had 45 points on 70 percent shooting she led Princeton in both games in scoring so she's really like come into her own as a scorer at this point took a little bit of time to warm up and kind of get into a rhythm with all the other players on the team but I think with Madison St. Rose who's a first year shooting guard next to her and, and kind of putting up quality points every game and working with Ellie Mitchell who's a junior forward who's consistently getting like 8 to 15 rebounds a game which is pretty crazy <laughs> to think about she's the league's leading rebounder the three of them together that kind of combination of of different players coming in and and that solid core has really turned them into a a really decent team I think this year. You also mentioned the Ivy tournament um, also known as Ivy Madness. Can you tell us a little bit about how that works? So Princeton and Columbia are tied 10 and 2 for the top two seeds in the tournament and Harvard and Penn are those three four seeds. They're also tied. Princeton has both Harvard and Penn left to play on the schedule. So they have two really tough games still left to play. Columbia has already played Harvard and Penn twice, so they're kind of playing some of the lower seeds at this point. They're just clocking up wins. So for Princeton, the next two games are going to be really important. If they beat both Harvard and Penn, then they'll have to go into tiebreakers. What's going to matter the most for Princeton is whether they beat both Harvard and Penn and by how much they beat them. That will be the most important thing in terms of seeding for the Ivy Tournament if they want to get that number one seed. All right. Thank you so much for speaking with us. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. You can read more at dailyprincesoni.com or at the link in the show notes. Yesterday, President Joe Biden made a surprise visit to Ukraine marking his first presidential visit to a war zone. Biden arrived in Ukraine Monday morning local time after taking a 10-hour train ride from Poland. He spent more than five hours in the country's capital, Kyiv, before departing back for Poland. The visit comes just days after the first anniversary of Russia's invasion. After meeting with Zelensky at Mariinsky Palace, the official presidential residence, Biden declared, quote, one year later, Kyiv stands. The two leaders also made a visit to Kyiv's gold-domed St. Michael's Cathedral. They laid two wreaths at the cathedral's Wall of Remembrance, honoring Ukrainian soldiers killed since 2014, the year Russia annexed the Ukrainian peninsula of Crimea. Biden also promised an additional half a billion dollars in U.S. assistance during the visit, adding to the $50 billion provided since the start of the war. In national news, 
Former President Jimmy Carter was moved to hospice care on Saturday. The longest living former president has suffered from a series of health challenges and other hospitalizations. After many hospital stays, he quote, decided to spend his remaining time at home with his family and receive hospice care. Yesterday, Meta announced the testing of Meta Verified in Australia and New Zealand, set to begin later this week. The services include protection against impersonated accounts, increased visibility in search and recommendation areas, and more direct access to consumer support along with a verification badge. According to CEO Mark Zuckerberg, Meta's goal was to focus on, quote, efficiency, unquote, after losing more than $600 billion in market value last year. In international news, a deadly 6.4 magnitude earthquake struck southern Turkey just two weeks after the massive earthquake that killed thousands. The earthquake hit Turkey's southern Hatay province near the Syrian border yesterday, killing at least three people and injuring hundreds more, with rescue services still searching several buildings. Things. Expect rainy weather today with a high of 50 and a low of 29. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode was written by Oshi Leary and me, sound engineered by Isabel Jacobson, and produced under the 147th Managing Board of The Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, Class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Eden Tashoma. Have a wonderful day.